Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, welcoming you to another action-filled, adventure-filled episode of... Wait for it... What the Dice. This is episode 43, and I have a little real talk for you guys today. So, we do ask that, if at all possible, tell your friends about us, and rate and review and post follow us on twitter get the word out because every time one of you guys shares one of our posts or tells a friend about one of the episodes that is one more person that gets to hear our story not asking you to pay for anything because we don't pay for any marketing we literally survive off of word of mouth well enough of that panhandling how about we get on to what you're here for? Are you ready for it? This is episode 43 of What the Dice. We stare deep into the fire before us, our eyes mesmerized by the orange and yellow dancing flames devouring the timbers below it. The hot embers glow and wave like a small ocean of pure energy. Our mind is blank and we seem to just let it wander. The old man places a cup in our hand. The cool water seems to snap us out of it. He smiles. Well, me friends, last we spoke, Clyde, the fibulous and Kalila decided to go investigate the Fibulous's brother's contracts and now his training grounds. With the orcs in the mountains preparing to attack and this training ground taking all the soldiers leaves Ironhaven in a weak spot. Well, me friends, the adventurers don't let that sit by. Now, sit back, me friends. And let me tell you this tale. Clyde has ran off back to town. Kalila is hiding, watching for orcs to arrive. If they do. Yes. Who should we go with? Go and go with Clyde. All right, Clyde. You've been voluntold. I detect evil. Walking around the town, you continue to cast Detect Evil. Besides a handful of mercenaries that are evil, you don't sense anything out of place. After probably an hour of walking around town... Make note of the actual evil ones, though. I will memorize your face. You see a barbarian and a warrior that are evil. After what seems like an hour or so of walking around detecting evil, you've come to the conclusion that the only two evil, other evil people in town were the two mercenaries. Alright. You know, that actually is good to hear. Um, I will make my way back. Alright. Kalila and Defibulus. Hmm. As you are waiting for Clyde, 
Are you guys watching the encampment? I'm keeping my eyes and ears open to make sure orcs are not approaching. And mm -hmm. also making sure nobody from the encampment is sneaking up on me. Okay. But so, as far as, like, sitting there watching them, no. Not, like, for hours. Yeah. So, from the west, across the river, after a while, you start to see a carriage pulling up. It is ornately decorated. Defibulus would recognize this as the family carriage. Fibulous, I suggest we hide. Mm, yeah, I agree. And let's see what happens. She is going to help Defibulous and her hide. Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, both of us are just one. Both of you. 28. Okay. 27. All right. You're good. The carriage rolls up the road and then up towards the storage house. Stepping out is a gnome, male, finely dressed, long, braided black hair that seems to have gray strands in it. On his back, a fine rifle made of what looks like something that is white and pearlescent. Defibulous. You would recognize this man in a heartbeat. Defibulous is just going to narrow his eyes and stare with hate, burning hatred at this person. I'm assuming it's the brother? Yes. He looks around the camp with a nod before walking inside. After a few minutes pass, he steps out, saying something that you guys can't hear. Two of the men that are nearby begin to unload the carriage, pulling out long boxes that are nailed shut. With what the fibulous would recognize as a symbol for caution that it is an explosive, most likely ammo. They unload several boxes before Varric steps back outside again. Raising his rifle in the air, he yells, For the God and all who oppose him, may they see their heir and join us. Getting back into the carriage, the carriage starts to roll off, heading back the way it came. Do you guys want to do anything? Um, I'm looking into something and you might hate me for it. Oh, okay, that's close. You, Where did they move the, the crates of ammo? They moved it inside the building. Okay. Was it inside the building, like, all storage, and I saw what? Just... You saw... Did I see where they put the ammunition? You saw them walk inside with it. You didn't see where they went past that. What about when I looked in through the mirror or the window? You just saw a bunch of crates. You didn't okay. know what was what. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You'll look at the fibulous and go, that doesn't bode well. Not only did he murder my family, he's working for some crazy bone 
bone deity murdering people and turning them into weapons. Yes. Yeah. Can I just go hunt down that wa that wagon and wipe it out now? But catch it on fire. I'm well, serious my... about that. I could catch it on fire. The wagon or him or the ammo? I have to get close to the ammo, but we can catch up to the carriage at a distance and I can catch it on fire. As long as it's not full on sprinting yet as she looks. It looks like it's picking up speed. Catch up to it! It would be a trick, and you would risk exposing yourself. Uh, yeah, no, maybe not. He goes, I'm not, he goes, the, the building, as much as I would love to end my brother's miserable existence, that building is more of a problem. Alright. If we could get snuck up to it enough that I could take one of my spare powder charges, I could probably set off the ammo inside. I could do so magically if I could get to be able to see it. As long as I can see it and I'm within like, I don't know, 30 feet or so, I can set it off with flare. Do you want to try? If we do this, we're probably going to have every undead around chasing us. We can run into the woods. We can set it and go. We don't stay around. They're going to run to the building because they're going to be freaking out from the building, not from knowing that it was us. If, and it, there was hardly any guards back there. I would like also to point out, just so you know, that you're not really in a wooded area. You're more of like in the plains. All right, we can jump down the river and swim. How well can you swim? About as well as a stone. All right, so that would be a no. I could do it. And you can get a head start going out of here. Yeah, no. What if you played at the bridge? I mean, I can touch back to you. I can wait at the bridge and shoot at them and get their attention for Only you. Only if things go south. Because otherwise, the whole point is, is for you to be able to run away without them knowing which way to chase. But do you even know the boxes you're looking for, though, and what to do with it? Set it on fire. Um, yeah, but if you get set the wrong box on fire, it's not going to explode. Well, no, but you said that that's what those crates look like. I know what those crates look like. Wait, do you have the bag of holding? Oh, wait, can a player survive in a bag of holding? For like 10 minutes i think it is i don't know that's a that's a a keith question i don't remember the survival okay. rate for it's can you hold your breath how long you can hold your breath for yeah and then however long you can survive without breathing what type of role would that be constitution yep but uh, let me let me bypass all of that, and and just let you know, uh, you can't fit into a, this yeah. bag of holding. It doesn't open up wide enough. Okay, it's a pouch of holding, not a bag, actual bag. Yeah. It's a bag, but think of it like a bag. You, Small you can't, purse. Like, fit your bag. Either way, it's not a, a strong enough bag of holding. It is not enchanted strong enough to hold a human. Yeah, it's not a knapsack or not a um, burlap sack. Well, you know what we could do? We could set the, the tents on fire. I mean, they're human flesh. They'll burn. Cause a diversion like we did before in the one camp, remember? Or tried to. Yeah, I thought I remember right. The tents didn't burn very well, and they just kind of put it out and went about their business. Yeah, but human flesh likes to burn. It's not the same thing as tanned and treated leather. Should I be concerned that you know this? I'm a hunter! 
How many humans have you set on fire? I've seen enough catch themselves on fire. Okay, fair point. I think the ultimately, I think we should both head to that to the building, and we're gonna make sure the building goes up. Right, but I think if we catch the tents on fire, it'll create a diversion, and everybody inside the building is gonna run outside of the building. I mean, they're skeletons, yeah, but they made those tents for a purpose. They're gonna care about them, I would imagine. I think you're kind of a pyro, but okay. Well, well it's effective. I, I, Water is not going to do much. I, I will follow your lead on this. All right, we'll sneak back around to the building, taking our time. Roll stealth. 23. You said 23? Yes. Okay. Decibilis? 26. All right. You are able to get behind the building. All right. We'll do our peeking through the windows and watching each other's backs to see where best to enter and explode from. Delph, please. Nat 20. Dirty 20. So as you guys are sneaking up, Defibulous kind of pulls you back as two skeletons cross nearby. Waiting a long moment, you are able to get back to the window. Inside, you see on the table, the roster has been replaced by a map of the orc encampment, crudely drawn and is clearly missing some information. Defibulous would recognize war pieces as the generals or captains have laid out pieces and started to plan their big attack. In addition to little minifigures of cannons, Defibulous would also recognize something that was a design your brother was trying to figure out. A cannon that acted like a cartridge where you would have a rotating chamber with a cannon head, where each shot could be reloaded and fired at the same time. He just says, oh dear. Stay focused on our mission. Perceptions, please. 30. Okay. 19. Kalila, peering through the window, you notice that there is a small entrance behind the building. It looks like it might be a small person entrance or just a small door. Not one big enough to bring crates in, but big enough for a person to pass to get through. From the inside, you don't see guards. I don't see any guards, and there's a door there to Fibulous. I mean, we could try it. You open the door, I'll have my bow ready. I could kill quiet, and you can't. Before Defibulous messes with that door, he's going to make sure it doesn't have any booby traps or anything. Roll your... Uh, I think it's not identify. What is it? It's perception. I don't know why I thought it was something else. Nat 20. You see the door handle seems to have some kind of bark to it. An electrical charge. 
you recognize this as a security feature that your mother had designed. It's not usually lethal. It's more of a warning to stay away. But the arcs seem much stronger than the original design. With his knowledge of it, would he be able to disable it? Possibly. Would that be like a disabled device or? It would be a disabled device. 25. Taking a few moments to study it, you basically grab some dirt, tossing it on the handle to ground it out as much as you can before reaching in with a blade and snipping the two small wires that are fed down the edge of the door to create the electrical sparks. Slowly opening the door, you can see a single skeleton standing there. His back is to you, and it looks like he is guarding. In his hand is one of those strange rifles. Now that you are up close, you can definitely see it is made from cast iron trimmed down to where it's a sing it's a, a three-shot magazine. The butt of the rifle is indeed bone. A solid piece of bone etched in to make it comfortable to push against flesh. The trigger guard and the trigger look like they are made from human bone, finger bones. Defibulous will motion to Kalila to do her thing. Well, if it's not paying attention, could I just like snap its neck, kill it? Because it's a skeleton, just literally like pop its skull off and it counts. So you're just going to rip its head off? Does that work with skeletons? No, I'm going to just fire with a bow at its head. Okay. I just hear this like Kalila going up with its head. That's what I was thinking too, so. Uh, would a 18 hit? 18 will hit. Back of the headshot. Do I need to roll for damage? Did you do more than four points of damage? Uh, I'm pretty sure I will. I kind of want you to roll damage just to see if it survives. Yeah, I did more than four points of damage. The skeleton drops down, dead, arrows sticking out of its skull. It just kind of slumps, doesn't fall to pieces as one would expect. It almost falls down dead as if you had killed a human or something alive. Inside, the building is chocked full of heavy wooden crates, nailed shut. Not only is the symbol of Iron Haven with the rose across it there, but you also see the short bolt symbol. Upon closer inspection, you notice that one of the symbols has been replaced with a rose. Not a black rose, but just a simple rose. What do you want to do? That charge and explode thing. Defibulous is at least going to also grab any information off the table that he can that could be helpful. Yeah, that's fair. Kalila will keep a watch while he grabs some things and sets the explosive or whatever. He also uh, is going to pick up the gun off the dead guy and he's going to, he's like, can you put that in your bag? I want to show people this thing. Mm -hmm. She'll put it in the bag. 
and Defibulus will properly go around making sure that everything is set up to where if a fire breaks out, it's going to go off and explode. So looking around, one of the things you notice is that it seems as the wood has been treated so that you can't just catch the wood on fire. You would actually have to crack them open or dig a hole or break some of the wood so that the wood would get into the padding on the inside. What about magic? Still catch it on fire magically? I'm just going off of what Defibulous would see. So it's been treated in some way, like with tar or a lacquer. Defibulous will kind of nod to himself, like, yeah, I would do the same thing. He'll take out that crowbar of theirs and see if he can jimmy a box or break the boxes enough that he can make sure the fire gets to the contents within. All right, go ahead and give me a strength roll. Uh, using the crowbar, it looks like it's totally is 19. All right. Walking around, you begin to hit and crack different parts of the wood. You notice that there aren't any other skeletons walking around. Outside, you hear the sound of training, more drills. And now you're starting to hear the sound of actual gunfire outside. You know that it is the training of the fire. It's based on the multiple fires at once, followed by reload. After cracking several pieces of the wood, you notice that there are stairs that lead up to a second floor. Do we want to take a look what's upstairs or no? You'd have to do it real quick, but I say let's not risk it. No, you want to look at things. But every well, stand in here we risk getting it caught if if it doesn't if that horror that he that i think he's got designed is done it, if it's in here it needs to go go be destroyed too it's two-story windows we can jump out of. and if if worst case the worst you can break my fall i have to let me take a peek at the stairs watch guard down here and i can see if i can see anybody up there we don't need to go up there and have somebody watching us. Understood. Going to stealthily as she can try and scope out the top floor to make sure nobody's immediately by the stairs to see them. All right, roll your stealth. Thirty twenty again. Peering upstairs, you see a skeleton dressed in what you would recognize as guard captain armor. He is holding a item in his hand and it looks like it's like a clipboard with names. He begins reading, it seems like he is reading him to himself of the, this person won't make a great commander. This person has potential. It's almost as if he is reviewing his command structure to see who could handle being in charge. Is this guy a skeleton? Yes. Okay, but he probably wouldn't go down as easily as the one guarding the door. Oh, he could. He'll go back down to shore round and go, there's a guard captain over there at a desk. I don't suppose he's going to be a pushover like the uh, last guy here. No, I don't suppose so. Um, with, every, the, with all the ammunition in here that we've rigged to blow and all that, how much of this building would be left? 
Well, there are multiple barrels of gunpowder, as well as multiple barrels of preloaded magazine shots, plus all of the wood and all of the uh, padding that's inside, which is mostly like old straw. The building is mostly made of interior, it's all wood, and the brick is just standard brick. So more than enough, more than enough to level this building and then some. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't have to worry about him, it's just a matter of he wouldn't get whatever was upstairs. Right. But based on the preliminary look, whatever the siege weapon that Defibulus is concerned about, there's no way it would have fit up these stairs. Well, I say we light this place. Are you willing to forego whatever the thing's upstairs? Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to forego it. All right, well, when you're ready, she'll go back to the door and take a peek and make sure that they have a clear running way out. Which way would you be running? Towards that cliffside or away from the cliffside? Well, there's a whole archery range if we were to move to the west and they could shoot at us. I think we could uh, run to the east because we at least know that terrain. We've traveled it a couple of times. Um, we'll just double check our runnings as we cross and hopefully the skeletons by the tents and stuff. So far they haven't seen us, won't see us again. So you're going to light this building on fl a flame. Or at least hopefully we can set a charge, sneak away and it explodes as we're gone away. How long of a time can you give us to videos? The Fibulous will look to see how long he can actually give everyone. Well, searching through everything again, you did notice, you do remember seeing Fuse Line what, for what would be used for TNT. So we can give ourselves like a minute or something. Yeah, Defibrious will rig up some Fuse Line then. Okay. Give us enough time to sneak away as that building explodes or sneak away and then the building explodes, ideally. Do I need to roll anything for that? Engineering. As long as you don't roll a one, you're good, but the better you roll, the better chances of survive, uh, success. 23. So not only do you rig up some small, the fuse that you need to get past, but you also plant some explosives around the door frame to make sure that the building also collapses just in case. Rigging everything up, you give Kalila the nod of you guys are prepared. All right, she'll help sneak them back across. You gonna light it first? Yes. Okay. Well, hold on. Right before, she's going to go to the edge of the building, make sure that they have a clear running site, and then nod for him to light it. Roll your perception. 27. You have a clear line of sight. He'll nod for him to light it, so that way they can get out of here. He will light it then. The fuse sparks to life. The fibulous, I need a perception. 28. With the 28. As you drop the fuse, you notice that the skeleton on the ground 
is beginning to stir. Slowly standing, he reaches behind, makes some mumble of, it feels like he had uh, has a hangover as he pulls the arrow out of his head. Holding it up, he seems confused. You still have a chance to run. Attack him. Do I see this, or is it just him? Just a fibulous. What are the chances he can de- defuse what I've set up? He doesn't even seem to notice it. He looks like he's more confused on why he has an arrow in his hand. Uh, Defibrious will quietly leave while he ponders the arrow to his head. Roll your stone. 26. Alright, you're able to get away successfully. I need one stealth check from both of you guys for running to get away. 23. 21. You both are able to get back to the bridge as Clyde is walking up. A few moments later, you hear the sound of wood catching fire. Uh, look at them. Look over there. Look at them. What did you do? Oh, Kalila's gonna come run up. Get down, get down, motioning to the, the bridge. What did you do? Just get down. Alright, I will step in front of them while they get down. Oh, and... no, 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 she's not letting him step in front of him. Or her. She's pulling his ass down to the ground with her. Well, yeah, I'm gonna hammer my shield into the ground to get down. Okay. Strike. No, I understand now what he's saying. Fifteen. Fifteen. You drive it down. Are you holding it, or are you just driving it into the ground? I'm driving it into the ground at a, at a 45 degree angle facing me, not towards there. That way it would hit and go up and over, not straight force. As it hits the ground and you brace... You are sent to the ground as shrapnel of bricks pummel your shield. You are unharmed, but your head is ringing from the loud explosion. You hear the sound of bells ringing loud as the skeletons are now forming a fire brigade line, getting buckets and are trying to desperately put out the building fire. You hear one yell, we have to put it out, the guard captain's still inside. There's another explosion. The skeletons that are nearby are sent to the ground. Some of their bones shatter upon impact. Then there's another explosion. And another. Soon, the building is ablaze. The skeletons that were far enough away are now just staring in terror as the building burns. I'm going to stare at Kalilah, and I'm going to stare at the Fibulus and say, what happened? It wasn't a big enough explosion. The Fibulus's brother showed up and delivered some ammunition, and they were planning a, uh, already making plans to war or something against the orcs and take armament against them. We couldn't allow them to have that much firepower. My brother is working for the one of the bone peoples. Yeah, is worshipping the bone god. 
Uh, we had no choice. That changes things. We need to go talk to the orcs too. The orcs, yeah, we need to know if the orcs are worshiping the bone god. Okay. So they no longer have as much ammunition and, and guns and stuff. And I stole a battle plan and some other stuff. Huh. Well, I would say now's a good time to pick up the stragglers. Uh, I say we leave. I concur. Okay. We leave, Clyde. Okay, bye. Back to town. Heading back to town. Once you're back at town... Oh, go ahead. I was like, heading back to town as well, I'm going to inform Kalia about Kalila about two people I want to pull into a area of um, less noise. One is a barbarian and one is a warrior. Okay, so we know we have two evil people. You know, sometimes I think uh, Clyde gets his jollies by just randomly attacking evil people. He's just jolly. He missed out on the giant explosion. So, I mean, technically, it's not random at all. But okay. She'll update them with everything that they've discovered, look over the stuff that Fibulus grabbed, so that way they get all up on the same page with each other. Back at town. Oh, that's a lot. The town is a bustle. People staring off in the distance, looking at the large plume of black smoke that is showing above the horizon. A few people who are privy to the knowledge of where the guards went are now, now telling people they need to send men out there to make sure that their guards are okay. Kalila's literally just gonna go, oh crap. Huh. I mean, honestly, I can say I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, that is true. Not the point about that, but they're about to go send a bunch of people to go fight a bunch of skeletons with guns and 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 worshiping a, a, a bone god. Or should we tell them that they're all skeletons and reveal the fact that we know it? See, this is why we should have. This is why we should have figured off, finished off the struggles. There's too many, Clyde. As the town people begin to gather and start to set up a group to go, a strange-looking gnome enters the city. He is dressed differently than everyone else. He, his clothing looks fancy, but is not of anything you guys have seen before. Defibulus doesn't recognize him either. Walking up, he begins speaking to people in a hushed tone. They seem to stare at him for a moment and then nod, then returns to their homes. Walking up to the group, he gives you guys a nod. Uh, howdy. He smiles. He goes, well, I'm assuming that fire wasn't an accident. Who are you? Mm, who I am doesn't matter. It's what I know. Evil. He said, who am I? doesn't matter. Well, okay. Well, then I detect evil. You do not detect evil. I detect no evil. He raises an eyebrow. He goes, I would assume not. I am not evil. I am merely 
here to inform you. It seems as if you did not get them all and that there is still a platoon heading to the orc encampment. Clyde's going to look at Clyde and Amphibious and go, we gotta go. Yep. You have time. A storm will be slowing them down. Uh, I would like to do a, um... Yeah. 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 What are you doing? Sense motiving this person. Sense motive. Okay. We don't trust him. He's suspicious. Sense motive detect evil. 18. Okay. Did you say seven? I did say seven. And defibulous? Fourteen. Okay. He is calm. And it seems he is telling the truth. Then I ask a question. Did you make the storm? He looks down at his hands and then at his outfit, which he then looks at you and goes, does it look like I have the means or the abilities to create such a storm? I am sorry, sir. In that aspect, I am lacking. I would not be able to discern how much power you have to or not make a storm. He nods. He goes, well, it is illegal to be a mage and enter this town. But ah. there is a storm. It will slow them down. You have a few days if the wildlife doesn't get them first. But the bones aren't your problem. I believe you have orcs to deal with. Peaceful or violent, it is of your way. But now heed me. This is very important. We will see you in the next episode. Dum dum. Well, well, well. Wasn't that explosive? It seems as if Defibulus and Kalila seem to have a knack to finding trouble and finding interesting ways to leave them behind. <sighs> so it seems as if Defibulus has some strange papers that show some kind of war plan, a strange weapon no one has ever seen before, and Defibulus's brother is out one training ground. But what of these skeletons? Who do they work for? Were they actually the bones of the guard sent there to train? If so, how did Defibulus's brother acquire such skill? Well, me friends, that and other questions will have to wait for our time to say goodbye is now. And as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, 
Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 